1: Shalom to all our viewers around the world, especially in Europe. Uh, I'm Daniel Yalon, and this is another edition of Middle East Review with me, my good friend and colleague, Colonel Reserve, Dr. Iran Lerman. Good to see you here. Good to be here again. And um, today it's a special um, show because we are actually airing it on uh, Shavuot, which is Pentecost. Shavuot is seven weeks from Passover, seven weeks from Easter, a very uh, important um, um, holiday and uh, special day for both Christians and Jews. This is the day where uh, tradition says that uh, um, Moses received the Torah on the Mount of Sinai 3,500 years ago. And until today, we have the same principles, the same values, and the Judeo-Christian heritage lives on. Hello, uh, Iran. Hi. You have a special uh, story about uh, how,
0: how one of the most important decisions in world history is related to the book that, uh, in the Jewish tradition, is associated with the Feast of Weeks or with Pentecost, namely the Book of Ruth. And the story goes that uh, during World War II, uh, when the United States was not yet in the war, but had certain general sympathies towards uh, Britain in its lonely fight after the French surrender. With the land
1: lease and uh, supplies? All of
0: this was beginning. Roosevelt had to make up his mind whether these people will hold, whether this is worth the the risk and the investment and the possibility of of sliding into the war. And he sent the man he most trusted, Harry Hopkins, uh, his closest uh, uh, advisor a very fragile man, but a man of, of immense wisdom and will, to spend time, weeks, a few weeks with Churchill to get the measure of the man. Because Roosevelt didn't quite know this this person. They they communicated. They both had a background in naval affairs. Uh, but, uh, but he didn't really know if this is a man that can be relied upon to carry the, uh, the fight through. And so Hopkins goes around with Churchill to meetings to uh, visit the bombed areas of London under the Blitz. He, he, he gains an impression of Churchill's spirit and the British fighting spirit. And as he's uh, preparing to go back home, Churchill asks him, diffidently, what, uh, what, uh, what will you tell the president? And Hopkins quotes from the Book of Ruth. Where you should go, I shall go. Your, your people, people are my, my
1: people, country your country is my, your my land God is my land. and
0: my and your God is my god and i to this day, I can't hold my emotions when I hear this because this was the moment in which the future of the world was actually determined because the United States was from then on looking for ways to get into the war. The Japanese resolved all these dilemmas on the seventh of December that year forty one but uh but it was clear that the, the might of the United States will come down on the side of, for fighting the evil of Nazi Germany. And the Book of Ruth provided the decisive phrase. And in, in, in many ways, we have come to hope and accept that uh, this is still true for our relationship with the United States uh, which, if you recall, Kennedy, uh, President John F. Kennedy in '62, said, uh, similar to the relationship with Britain, we have a special relationship. And, uh, and in many ways it is true, and it is even, in many ways, even more truer now than it was in Kennedy's day. But... Uh, for us and for others in the region, there are now questions about American resolve, and this is going this is very much at the core of our mm-hmm. uh, concerns and of government uh, policy
1: Yes yes at this time History it seems like always repeats itself, but the truth lives on and this is a beautiful story Iran thank you for uh, sharing with us, which again shows the uh, eternal truth that is in our Bible and um, although we usually talk about uh, real politics and, uh, you know, things of earthly uh, matters. But we never forget that actually what binds us together, especially Jews and Christians around the world, is our values, our core values, and also our uh, passion to our beliefs, to our way of lives, and to our future, our common future. And together uh, we can uh, surmount any, any challenge it's all in our Bible, Old Testament, New Testament. The prophecies are there, and the prophecies will prevail. And of course, there's an
0: immense value uh, for all of us to in recalling that uh, this woman who came from foreign origin, Ruth, yes. who followed her, yes. m- her mother-in-law, um, yes. is. The great great grandmother of
1: King David <laughs> right. and, and and the line of David. It's a beautiful story. This is actually Ruth. I think is the best connection between Jews and Gentiles. You know, and basically we also come from the Gentiles. It is a, a, a house, our house, house of, of David. David. Yes, That's, yes, yes, and all that follows from it. And we all believe, by the way, Jews and the Christians believe in the Messiah. You know, And the house of David, right? And we,
0: we just saw uh, this month uh, a coronation, uh, still with the olive oil yes. from Jerusalem, yes, that symbolizes the act of yes. anointment. Yes. And, and,
1: yes. and King Charles was anointed with oil that came from the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem, just uh, across the
0: valley, by the way, from where his grand exactly.
1: grandmother, who and maybe, was a, um, a rescuer, yes. is buried. And maybe no more than uh, half a mile away from where we are in the studio here of TV7 in Jerusalem. So we spoke and, uh, about this uh, alliance and the commitment of Roosevelt to Churchill and to uh, its ally, uh, United Kingdom. And this also brings uh, in mind uh, the question of today here in the Middle East. Where is the United States? Is it nowhere to be seen? Is it reducing its presence? Is this a void that uh, may be filled by China, as we saw the Chinese coming in, or by Russia? Uh, is it uh, the background uh, upon which Iran is trying to spring up into uh, action, uh, political action, diplomatic action, military action? Where do you see things stand as we speak?
0: Well, um, I've just come back from Washington, where uh, I helped conduct a seminar. But we heard some very significant people uh, on the, these questions, and the uh, I can't come back with a mixed message. Um, on one hand, the news of American departure from the Middle East are premature in the extreme. I mean, it's like like the famous saying: you know, "The news of my death." Is uh, <laughs> Mark Twain? Mark Twain, yes. Uh, it, the uh, Americans are still there, uh, very large uh, military bases. They have enhanced their military presence in the uh, their naval pres- presence in the Gulf. They are taking measures to re- respond to Iranian harassment of shipping, and this as we know uh, sometimes this this kind of uh, action can trigger very wide scale uh, reverberations in Back towards the end of the Iran-Iraq war, the Americans ended up sinking the entire Iranian uh, navy uh, overnight. Uh, So um, they are moving in in a certain uh, way to reassert their presence. Um, National Security Advisor Sullivan went to Saudi Arabia Uh, basically signaling that uh, the United States has not turned its back on its traditional allies. And in a speech, he also spoke about, first of all, the effort to bring Israel and Saudi Arabia together. Uh, That's an effort that's, let's say, bearing, may bear very limited but significant fruit in uh, allowing for um, flights from Israel direct to Saudi Arabia for the Hajj. Which is not. It's a, a baby step, but it's, it's a good another step. baby step in a, in a, in a list. Right of, direction in the right direction. Uh, absolutely, uh, I think we should not hold up our hopes for a major breakthrough, but uh, it could. You know, uh, we we've, we've seen surprises in the region.
1: Well, in my mind, if I just digress a little bit, uh, as long as King Salman holds the throne, I believe we can only hope for baby steps. You know, he's very conservative. He's the old guard. His son. Bin Salman, MBS, which is slated to replace him, I think when he gets the um, you know the, full force, the, the full force, I believe then he can. Uh, <coughs> Our
0: national security advisor Tahir Negbi, said as much. This is a man of vision and of unbelievable, remarkable courage, a man who has transformed his country already away from some of its uh, um, Wahhabi uh, tr- traditions and concepts to a much more uh, Modern, modern, mm, uh, pluralistic,
1: well, yeah, pluralistic maybe, well, tolerant.
0: Uh, tolerant towards, for example, the rights of, of women yes. and so on. And of course he is a visionary in terms of transforming his country from an oil-based uh, to a diverse uh, basis for their
1: economy. And this is where he understands the importance of Israel to Saudi Arabia Indeed. and the region of the Gulf in terms of technology, and not just uh, industrial technology, but what they need for life. It yes. is water technology for water availability, and the food security, and uh, affordable energy, affordable health, all these things. So I believe that when MBS is in the throne, we may see great, great changes here.
0: The the, the building blocks are there. Yes. Uh, whether they will come, when it, they will come fully into the open is another question. But Meanwhile, the other side of the story is that the question marks linger as to whether or not the United States is willing to take uh, serious action to stop Iran from crossing the threshold to which they are increasingly near Um, of having enough fissile material for a nuclear weapon and from there, uh, the distance may be measured in months or somewhat more, maybe a year, maybe less, until they tool it into a deliverable weapon. That's a bomb or a, a, a war, or a warhead.
1: Do you subscribe to the analysis or the estimated that they are only twelve days away from enriching uranium to weapon grade of ninety percent?
0: Yes, that's that's been coming from the administration, U.S. administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than once in uh, recent months, uh, quite recently as uh, um, joint chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff uh, Milley and uh, Secretary of Defense Austin were um, testifying before a committee or subcommittee mm-hmm. in the Senate. And they used, again, uh, these these numbers. They are quite worrisome numbers.
1: But this is just to explain to our viewers, uh, enriched uranium weapon grade, the 90%, which they are 12 days away from, is a very, very uh, important step. Uh, It's a necessary step for a uh, um, a bomb, but it's not sufficient. From there to tooling it, as you mentioned, with the uh, weapon group, it still may take a year to two years. Meanwhile, uh,
0: there are two interesting indications that I just noted one is that um, the administration took back or expunged the expression fielded nuclear weapon. They said we will not allow Iran to have a fielded nuclear weapon.
1: Which means which, already deployed.
0: Yes, which could have meant that they would, not, would allow Iran to have a bomb in the basement, uh, a very That was a troubling uh, piece of language, and it has vanished now. We shall see Whether this actually signifies a real change, and the much more significant message was from again from from Sullivan, National Security Advisor Sullivan, saying uh, um, the United States fully uh, uh, supports Israel's right to act uh, uh, according to Israel's own light uh, in in prevent if necessary in preventing. Iranian, uh, an Iranian breakthrough. Even the, people tend to uh, focus on the JCPOA uh, in the Obama era. But Obama, at the time, basically laid down uh, principles that the United States will not accept uh, containment strategy. It accepts Israel's uh, right to defend itself and, and do so uh, by its own judgment. And that uh, the, the U.S. will not constrain Israeli action if, if, if such would be deemed necessary. Um, we are we are drawing quite close to moments of decision. There would soon be high-level consultations in Washington. Um, the man closest to Netanyahu today. Uh, Ron Dermer, former Minister ambassador. Minister of
1: uh, Strategic Affairs. Yes.
0: Now the Minister of Strategic Affairs. Essentially, his envoy to American affairs. Uh, it's not, uh, I'm sure this is looked upon with some uh, dismay by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, but <laughs> clearly he is, he, uh, he is the, uh, holding the, let's say, the Iranian-American-Saudi portfolio, uh, the key element of, uh, of elements of the Prime Minister's uh, grand strategy. And there will be uh, consultations in, in Washington. And we are sailing into very uh, uh, complicated waters.
1: Uh, Basically uncharted uh, Uncharted uh, waters. And um, to We've that effect, what we see is, on the one hand, that uh, Iranians... Um, I would say, um, obviously, are uh, reinvigorated and uh, confident of their new status, maybe because of China coming and supporting them, maybe because they are supporting Russia, so Russia is uh, now beholden to them. And we see that they are also making a lot of preparations. First of all, they are hardening the targets.
0: And they have just fielded the new longer-range missile, the Khoram Shah 4, which is another way of signaling to the world that they see themselves as a member of good standing in this Mm -hmm.
1: triad Mm -hmm. of Beijing, Moscow, and Tehran. And also making relentless diplomatic efforts towards the region, which uh, still holds them responsible for all the instability and the subversion and the terrorism, not just against Israel, but against all Sunni um, regimes here, but still. They are reaching out. They made this uh, rapprochement with Saudi Arabia exchanging of Egypt. ambassadors. Now it's Egypt. Oman. and uh, Yes. And uh, it um, could be quite uh, troubling. Uh, what should be the U.S. and Israel response to that?
0: Well, clearly the Iranians must be under a very effective military option visible to them. It is, by the way. They, they still keep... Threatening Israel with retal- terrible retaliation, which means that in their minds, uh, the possibility that they, they could be uh, subject to attack is quite real. They are trying to uh, turn Syria into a launching pad against Israel, which we are. Uh, the Israel is acting against in a very systemic way. As our Minister of Defense Yoav Gallant just said the other day, that uh, these efforts doubled in recent months. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, we could look upon what happened uh, with Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Of course, we we started it by by striking them, but uh, they were the ones who earlier fired a massive barrage against Israel.
1: And uh, And this was a very uh, calculated and a a smart strike, because basically it was to reestablish deterrence as they were launching more than 100 rockets at Israel, a week before our strike, but we couldn't do it right there and then because they were expecting it and they were all in, in hiding. In hiding. So uh, it was a successful operation, I think, in, in, in that
0: uh, Tactically, you can f- hardly find examples of, of three elimination attacks uh, within seconds of each other, three different places. Pinpoint accuracy, uh, force, very detailed and penetrating intelligence. Uh, But the interesting thing is, this was clearly Israel, and Palestinian Islamic Jihad for the second time in a row. This has happened before uh, last year,
1: which is totally an instrument of Iran. They
0: are, yes, they work for the Iranians. Hamas works with them, different proposition. Literally, Uh, they work for the Iranians, Uh, but. Equally significant is the fact that uh, it aroused very little uh, um, reaction from the rest of the Arab world. In fact, Egypt and Jordan uh, mobilized to actually bring the fighting to an end, which was and Israel's... And Hamas era.
1: did not participate. And
0: Hamas stayed out, yes. That was a very
1: significant... Let alone Hezbollah, point.
0: yeah. We're interesting. Hezbollah are keeping their powder dry against the big day. But Hamas saw is Israeli strikes in the Gaza Strip, and stayed out, which means that they are, they are increasingly um, aware, first of all, that they are, if they claim to be the government, or as the UN elegantly calls them, the de facto government, in, in Gaza, and I know there are some Israelis uh, arguing. Um, I've, I've just uh, been editing a piece by uh, Geo Island, saying we should actually begin to treat with Hamas as a government, uh, the Gaza Strip as a sort of semi-independent uh, mm-hmm. entity, and 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 work from that assumption. And uh, as the burden of responsibility grows heavier on their shoulder. And they know that the, other than Israel, which gives them their, all their electricity and water and so, the only other uh, partner for the future of and, and the uh, viability of Gaza is Egypt, which has its own view mm-hmm. on, on these matters. Um, Hamas need to adjust uh, to a reality which does not allow for uh, jihadist posturing. Of course we would like them to move decisively and put an end to the uh, existence of Palestinian Islamic Jihad as a freestanding army or militia uh, because if you claim to be sovereign if you claim to be a government the most elementary uh, aspect of governance is the monopoly on the use of force that you learn in one in governance 101 and uh, and uh, Hamas has uh, ceded that monopoly uh, to p- uh, pidge, jihad, largely because they fear for the future of their relationship with Iran as a sponsor and helper. But uh, we have shown them twice already that the cost of these de- of this decision is, outweighs is, is any benefit. Is rising. And they the fact that they chose to sit this one out uh, was quite significant. I
1: think also is in a testament to the fact that uh our operation, the last operation against them, was quite effective. Uh, I know it didn't feel at the time because they were he- holding us uh, for so long, but still, I think the devastation for Hamas um, military back assets back in
0: 2021, uh, yes. Guardian of the walls. and yes. also
1: uh, not just the military assets, but also all the other economic assets and any trapping of uh, of uh, of um, you know authority and control and government like were destroyed. It took them a long time. Still, they are not quite rehabilitated, and they didn't want to risk this again. So this is also a reason why they stayed out. There is a sense in uh, what we have discussed about Israel treating them maybe as a quasi-sovereign maybe in, the, in, in Gaza. The only caveat here is that we know, and, and Hamas has national ambitions to really run the Palestinian people. And actually, they are a mortal enemy of uh, the Palestinian Authority, uh, Abu Mazen and the Fatah. The more, if they can say that, the more... Pragmatic. Pragmatic. Very good word. <laughs> the more uh, pragmatic. and But they are the ones who are waiting, actually, in the wings for the demise or the end of Abu Mazen's regime mm-hmm. to take over also the West Bank, Judea and Samaria. We may and, face some... Un-
0: Strange decisions like uh, uh, would we allow a convicted murderer to Mr. Barguti, Mr. Barghouti, uh, or somebody else who actually can hold the West Bank against Hamas uh, to take uh, to take office, despite uh, the fact that he's now in an Israeli jail. It, this is going to be a, a challenge for the not too distant future. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, in any case, it's very clear that the uh, Palestinian Authority can not, will not survive without an, uh, firm Israeli backing against Hamas ambitions. At the same time, I don't think is, uh, uh, an, any Israeli mother has born children to be sacrificed in battle so that the PA can take Gaza back, uh, or, or that there's any interest in the IDF in taking Gaza from Hamas and running it. Mm-hmm. So, we are, when you knock off these options, what you are left with is a combination of deterrent sticks and some uh, economic carrots. For wit, uh, and, and for this to really go ahead, we need to resolve the, p- the problem of the two bodies of Israeli soldiers, which are still held, and the two Israeli individuals. Who of, of their own will, uh, misguided will, so to speak, across uh, the border and are held in a, in a brutal and, and yes. inhumane fashion by Hamas. These are uh, just, uh, uh, miserable individuals who did no harm to anyone. That goes uh, and to show and how ruthless. How the, to words and, uh, the Hamasis. and, yeah. and, and uh, uh, one Bedouin boy who across. Right, right. And they are and and we have to resolve this so that we can uh, so that the uh, in, in moral and political terms, Israel can mm-hmm. do more, mm-hmm. uh, as re, uh, in terms of, of carrots,
1: mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. This
0: mm-hmm. is all. Uh, this is all part of the larger yes and regional it seems equation. To
1: me that uh, and I should of
0: course mention that uh, we are also looking at the results in Turkey. Yes, uh, of course, and, and that so. they also lend. Uh, uh, but well, looks as it looks as if Erdogan is
1: is another shoe in is, is going to be going uh, to be yes.
0: In In any case, his coalition has a majority in parliament, and uh, that gives us um, well, um, not it's not a joy for many people, but it's something we have learned how to work with.
1: Yes, and I think also Erdogan also understands now after twenty years in power the limits. Of his own uh, abilities and, the, and Turkey's abilities, and the econ- economy. The economy yes. is in real, uh, you know, in real upheaval. I think the Turks are still very thankful and grateful for Israel's help in the latest uh, earthquake. Earthquake, um, and it will be interesting to see. I think everything also mm-hmm. will revolve against what we have started with in this program, is where the United States will be here. If the United States will be resolved and regain its dominance, not just in, uh, in, I would say, steps on the ground. And, and as you mentioned, I agree, they are stepping their military presence with more Navy, naval uh, ships here. Uh, also, I think their um, combined um, training, Israeli mm-hmm. Air Force and American, is also a great deterrence. And I think that leaves us with uh, the question for where are we going from now? And the only way is to have a credible threat, military threat. And for this, I think Israel is quite prepared with the United States. True enough. This ends our show for uh, today, for this uh, festive um, day of Pentecost. Thank you for viewing it. And we'll see you next time here from Jerusalem.